and welcome to my podcast, Soul Expansion and Inspiration. This is Series 3, Episode 6, and my name is Ali O'Shea. Today, I'd like to give a very warm welcome to Kevin Morris. Hello, Kevin. Hello there, Ali. How are you? Great, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah, all in, all in good, uh, good place. Thank you very much. Yeah. Good. Love the Buddha in the background there. It's gorgeous. Thank yeah, thank you very much. It's what I aspire to be one day, hopefully. <laughs> Not well, that I will. <laughs> you can be, do or have anything. Yeah, of course, of course. Aspire to whatever you want to be. <laughs> exactly. So you are an experienced angelic Reiki master and yeah. you're based in Liverpool, hence the accent, which I love. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, been a big Brookside fan and now our American audience won't know what that is, but I was back in the day for my sins, a big Brookie yeah. fan. Yeah. <laughs> but you have clientele across the world and in the UK where you are and your life experience and passion for helping people uh, provide you with an empathy and a drive to uh, help as many people as possible. Okay. So you're doing amazing things over there. I know that, but I want to go back a little bit through your sort of your your history your earlier years that sort of leads up to where you are now mm -hmm. um you've been through some traumatic times in your up to your early 20s or your mid-20s yeah uh, your cousin died um the first love of your life and love of your life um yeah. who you were with for seven years died yeah. as well and she yeah. had given you a daughter yeah um you had um lost a business and then you after your first love had died you had gone on then later on some some years later isn't that right to marry again i'm married i'm married yeah and um married sorry not again yeah yeah just married yeah go ahead yeah and um so then you kind of entered a really really dark time didn't you with drink and drugs and all yeah. of that kind of stuff a really really dark time do you want to tell us a little bit about you know this dark time because i do feel that it's a poignant you know the, the little bits of pieces that put us together or put together our story when when it comes to us later down the track maybe having an awakening or enlightened moments that sort of bring us to the place where you are at now for example that's correct well like um like i always explain you know when we suffer with trauma it has a massive effect on our energy mm -hmm. and um Let's use the sacral chakra, for example. Um, when we, you know, suffer with really hard emotions and trauma, when that chakra is knocked out of alignment, that's the chakra that holds on to addiction. This is why people emotionally eat. This is why people, you know, cause addiction to drink, drugs, whatever. It, there's always trauma or some sort of emotions attached to that. Yes. And obviously with my, um, with my cousin dying, he was, he was like my brother, I was on a night out with them when I was 18. That was a massive uh, traumatic time for me. I worked with them. I grew up, went to school with them. And I'll never forget, you know, the anxiety with that. And, um, and then obviously, like you've explained, with my first love passing away when my daughter was only four, mm. um, you know, it was just one traumatic event after another. And I always explain as well, you know, like Albert Einstein says, you can't create energy, you can't destroy it. It'll only transform from one form to another. So we're all born with this beautiful energy. Life gets in the way and transforms it for us through our thought processing. And, um, and it creates these emotional blocks. So when I 
went through all these life's experiences, what you've explained, um, my way of dealing with it was going out of a weekend and partying, um, showing people that I was larger than life. I was always, you know, the party animal and the last one to go home, if I did go home, you know, yeah, it's things yeah, like yeah. that. Because obviously when it was a weekend when my daughter was away at her grandparents, that was my time to shine. I'll always say that. And um, and I was a truck driver as well for many years and, you know, held the job down and stuff like that. You know, got me head together on a Sunday evening, you know, focused on my work and my daughter. But, um, but yeah, it was just, I just kept, felt like I was just pushing myself and pushing myself. Then I decided I wanted to go to counselling um, many years ago. And uh, counselling for me, I just, you know, I actually, at the end of the one session, I said, as you know, I was explaining to him that I had a problem. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you, I had a cocaine problem of a weekend. Yeah. Because uh, I couldn't go a weekend without it. That was the problem. And um, and he turned around to me and he said, um, you know, you can't just stop doing something. You've still got to reward yourself somehow of a weekend. So he says to me, um, what's your favourite food at the time? I'm vegan now, but at the time it was bed meat, a piece of steak. And he said, um, he said, okay. Yeah, he said, he said, get a piece of steak on a plate and put some cling film over it. And then every time you get your sandwiches out the fridge every morning, he said, um, say to yourself, that's your reward on a Friday for, for being good. So I said to him, you know, have you ever had cocaine? And he said, no, I haven't. I said, well, you know, a piece of steak isn't going to cook it, mate. I said, because, you know, come Friday night, that's all I want to do is party. I don't want to just go and eat a piece of steak. So anyway, I said, thanks for your help. I said, well, I don't feel that you've got, you know, he's never done this. He can't teach me how to suck eggs, basically. And I got up, shook his hand and walked out. And then I carried on regardless. Um, Years later again, went to hypnotherapy. Didn't work. Um, It worked for a couple of weeks. um, Mm -hmm. But for me, it's, you know, it never worked. And then obviously, I just carried on my old ways and um but then I got into a dark place a real dark place um many years ago it was just like it got to the point where I just felt I needed some sort of divine inspiration Mm -hmm. and um my soul just basically started looking for that and I started looking on YouTube of all places yeah Um, you found um Jamie Butler didn't you that was in 2017 it, it was not, it was, um, it was just before that when I found, um, it was about 2016 when I found Jamie, Challenge yeah. Jesus. Um, but um, basically, yeah, she was Challenge Jesus. And I thought, you know what? Wow, this is the main guy. I'm really interested in what this guy's got to say. You know, I was brought up a Catholic, but, you know, it, it, to, to get, to see a, a medium Challenge Jesus for me was like, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, but even though I wasn't a practice, you know, practicing religion, I still had this affiliation with Jesus. I always felt I had it, and um, so that's what happened. So, and then I tried to look up that video again a couple of weeks later, and then another lady kept popping up, Pamela Arlen kept mm-hmm. popping up, and uh, and I found a link at the bottom of her video, and I clicked on that, and I went ended up in um, in a spiritual group. And, uh, and I started speaking to like-minded souls and, um, you know, I ended up getting into spiritual groups and, um, 
and then next thing you know, started speaking to my like-minded souls. So yeah. that's when I started to wake up a little bit. Well, you, you were still doing the cocaine at this time, and the, the uh, yeah, I was at that time. I was at the time, but obviously, you know, I was trying to get that divine inspiration, and my soul was under this. It felt like it was encased in this dark shadow, but it was yeah. trying to break out. Yeah. And uh, and obviously me looking and getting guided to these places was the little beacon of light that I was looking for. Perfect. And um, But then, yeah, like you say, 2017, I started walking the path of sobriety. I started praying. I started, um, but, you know, I, I kept falling off the wagon, so to speak. You know, you'd go okay. like a month or two here, then you'd fall off the wagon. And I'd be praying, I'd be saying, you know, please take this off me. I, it was like I was carrying the biggest weight around my shoulders. Um, it was it was all anew, you know. I went out from the age of young age, teenage, yeah, partying. Mm -hmm. And growing up in Liverpool, it was all about the club scene. And it was just like, it's just that way of life just constantly lives with you. Yes. But it's a hard thing to get rid of, especially when you're, you're using drinking drugs as a crutch as well for what's happened in your life yeah you know yeah very difficult mm. um so 2017 the other medium that you met then in 2017 wasn't jamie butler it was somebody else is that correct yeah, it was just a lady who I spoke to in um in, in spiritual groups and she said um it was actually i actually put a picture up of myself and said is anyone getting anything from this and she okay. connected to my eyes and said um she had my grandfather there and um, and I started connecting with him. My grandfather was saying, because I was on the path of sobriety, keep on going, son. You know, this is the path you need to be on. And I was getting all these messages left, right, and center. I was like, wow, I was blown away by it. So yeah. I went on the path of sobriety for like six months, went to Canada, and, um, and then basically what happened is, um, you know, I basically, when I was on my way home, um, I started feeling poorly. Mm. Um, off the flight and I got like like I felt like there was flu so um, and that's going to lead then on to what happened next which was this, the you know the, the thing that I got woke up with which was in the middle of the night I asked for healing and it was um, I asked for Archangel Raphael to come to me and um, I got woke up at three in the morning and when I looked down it was like in between the awakened sleep state and as you as i've woke up and my eyes are still closed i've looked down and i could see all this green energy flowing all over my body and he actually showed my facebook picture but it looks so life-filled and so happy and i heard the words loud and clear in my ear january kev january and this happened in about the october 2017 Okay, and were you were you scared when you woke up and you saw this green energy, or did you know that that color was linked with Raphael and he? That was it. I just knew it was him, and yeah. it did, it didn't freak me out at all. I was, in fact, I felt very blessed by it. Mm. Um, and I thought, oh, what's going to happen in January? Then am I going to become a medium? Or yeah, yeah. And and do you have any mediumistic skills or abilities? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, when I'm healing, I do get messages. Um, not all the time. Uh, obviously, it depends on how deep I, or how much I can close the, you know, this mind off. Um, but when I go deep, I do get messages, yeah. Um, obviously, if I pull cards, things like that, I've got a great intuition. 
Um, yeah, and it's got me to where I am today. So we be channel all the time, really, don't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so you had a friend then who was an angelic Reiki uh, practitioner herself. Yeah, she was a master, actually. She was a, a, an angelic Reiki master. She was the one who actually put me onto the lady who I ended up booking the course with. Yeah, and you decided to do it for your own healing, isn't that I right? I did, that's right, yeah. You know, I, I just did angelic Reiki and uh, you could do self-healing. I didn't even hardly know what Reiki was then, I'll be honest with you. You know, I was just just a normal Liverpool lad growing up, you know. And um, like I said, the way I dealt with things, with the way I dealt with it was going out having, having a laugh. But, um, but I just heard angelic Reiki and I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that course. And I picked up the phone and I booked the course, and uh, but it wasn't for a few months. Okay. And, um, so I paid the deposit, and then obviously um, it was coming up. A month after I booked the course, the course was not going to be for about four or five months. I got into December 2017, and um, basically that's when I had my, um, my mass spiritual awakening. Okay, do you want to tell the listeners about that then, in your yeah. own words? What, what happened was, um, I basically felt the energy, it was around Christmas time, um, I'd been on the path of sobriety for like six months, and I felt like I just wanted to go back into my old ways, it was just like, you know, it's, don't know what happened, I just thought, right, okay, so got the booze out, um, one thing led to another, then I ended up, you know, obviously leads to something else, which is cocaine. And, uh, but, you know, in, in, in all the 20 years I took it, nothing like this would ever happen in, in yeah. a million years. Um, and what happened is I was basically, um, you know me, I'm like, I'm so intrigued in everything. And I started looking, I got sucked into looking at, about the dark side. Not that I'm a dark follower, obviously, but I just started looking at it. And obviously, you know, I was, you know, intoxicated at the time, but I wasn't bladdered. I knew what I was doing. But yeah. um, basically, I started looking at this video and there was all these this words coming across about the dark, dark side. And something said, do you agree in this? And I, I don't know what it was. I just went, yeah, I agree. Just like, yeah, test it. See what happens. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, what happened next was... I just remember just going into this like this haze and this like deep energy, like heavy energy. And I just remember just just floating, just going. And um, next thing you know, I come face to face with a, a demonic entity. Um, a lot taller than me. Uh, he had like red f features with like little scales here. Um, white here, bits of blue, yellow. He had the horns. Um, the only thing I can describe him as is probably maybe Lucifer. Who knows, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he sat me down. And I was outdoors, sat down on a settee. And um, I was then surrounded by another group of them. And it seemed, it's weird because when you transition, they will make that transition seem so just normal, okay? Mm. 
this isn't normal sat there in a settee in the fresh yeah. air outdoors with demonics but he made that transition for me to be just acceptable like I was sitting there with the lads in the pub okay and next thing you know I don't know how long it was it was on it was going on for just chatting away just general chit chat like he was like I say in the pub next thing you know this loud voice come on in my head but it was like a radio station tuning in like like this and I went whoa because I knew about Shannon I knew that you wouldn't be able to hear spirit and I knew I was hearing spirit now because I was intoxicated and I was like whoa what's going on how can I hear you I, I, you know I've had a drink and um he said Kevin would you like to come home and uh and I said no I'm okay I'm all right I said I'm only having a blowout and uh, he said, well, you need to stop watching that demonic SHIT uh, on YouTube, just mm -hmm. all bluntly. And uh, I went, right, okay. And he said, uh, he said, what about the mission? And I said, I'm all right, I've got this. He said, okay. So next thing you know, once that voice had gone, the, let's call Lucifer said to come with me. So as I started walking and got up off the settee, I started walking. Next thing you know, I could hear the angels singing. And it was like a choir of angels. And I looked to my left and I seen this path to my left. And uh, it was looked like a like a lovely like golden like uh, path. And I could see Jesus stood at the foot of the path with lovely like picturesque out, like little villages and stuff behind them. It was like a lovely path going up. And he just stood there with a straight face. And I'm talking, he was probably only about 50 yards away from me, to my left. And as I'm looking at him, he was like, it was like I was still given the choice. And then I started walking down. I was escorted down these big concrete steps. And, uh, and as I started walking down these steps, it was like the walls of a cave. But it was still outdoors. And then I just started feeling this fear, fear so intense right in my gut and as I stopped halfway through the steps I could see smaller steps going down and it was like there was an opening of this cave and there was about four demonic entities stood at the, the opening of this cave they were fully dressed but they had the demonic heads with the uh, with the horns and everything else and um, and I said can I give this a miss and Lucifer well, I'm going to call Lucifer turned around and said Seemed a little bit of a sigh, and he went, uh, yeah, of course, you always have a choice. So what happened is, as I started walking up these stairs, these other demonics started really then, like, poke, like taking the piss, basically, yeah. Mm. Um, feeling like, you know, like things were going to get a bit out of hand. That's what I felt. I felt a little bit more fear. And then I just started praying. And I, I was given this prayer, and it's, um, it was the prayer that I used to, to walk the path of sobriety for six months. And um, it's, please, Lord Jesus Christ, come into my life, come into my heart, come into my soul. Please remove any low vibrational energies and never to return. That's what I was going to say, in the name of Jesus Christ. And as I was saying it, within the first few words, Jesus was come straight here to my right shoulder, Archangel Michael to my left shoulder. And uh, the demonic just went, like, shocked in the face, like I've stepped into my power. And then, basically, I was told then I could leave, okay? So, um, one of the demonics said, we'll see you again, Kev, cheekily. And I said, no, you won't. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but then next thing you know, as I was allowed, as I was, sorry, as I was allowed um, to start being escorted back, I started walking, and I was like walking through this rainbow, um, oh, lots of psychedelic colours and things like that. And next thing you know, I walked through the wall in my bedroom. Okay. And uh, and I seen a mound on the bed, all the bed duvets there and stuff, which I can only imagine was my body lying underneath. Okay, and uh, and I felt um, there was other presences there, but there was a couple of demonics in my room as well, and they were asking me was I okay, and they were laughing in my face, and I thought, don't reflect fear, don't reflect fear. So I just sat on my bed, and. Um, and next thing you know, I just lay down on my bed, and but I was getting all this, the most grotesque stuff projected into my mind's eye. It was like I was getting psychically attacked. I could see all kinds of disgusting stuff, maggots, blood, horrible looking skin, just visions of all demonic faces. It was just, I couldn't stop it, but I just thought, don't reflect fear. And next thing you know, as I've just laid there, and it's like I'm just starting going into like a meditative state, I've took a big gulp of air, and next thing you know, I'm I'm in my body. I'm in my physical body. So um, I thought, wow, bloody hell, what's happened there? Like, you know, and at this time, I wasn't, I wasn't even drunk. I was just like a little bit yeah. scatty, yeah. a little bit shaken up. And uh, <clears throat> so trying to get my head down, you know, all the stuff had happened, which I'm going to write a book about, actually. I'm starting to write in the January coming up. And um, basically, I, I come down the stairs at, 2.30 in the afternoon and um, so it was It was in December it was a shiny sunny day obviously cold but crisp so the sun was really shining through the blinds and as I come down for a pint of water there's this big massive ball of light in my living room like a big oval shaped ball of light from the ceiling to the floor and it was like you couldn't you couldn't really make, make it out look through it it was just all dancing light Okay, and as it comes towards me really quickly, and uh, and I said, "Whoa, stop! Who is it?" But I knew it was high vibrational, and and I said, "Show me who you are," and um, excuse me, and it started to form into a blue blazer with brass buttons, and I knew straight away who it was, and it was my grandfather, because that was his favorite jacket whenever he was going out anywhere. That's what he'd wear to go for a pint with us. With the lines mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I knew straight away it was him. I ran towards that, you know, trying to hug him. Just after what I'd just been through, it was just like yeah. my granddad's here. And um, and then next thing you know, I started hearing this laughter bouncing, like whizzing past me ears, like like bouncing off the walls, going past. It was like something off a horror movie, but it wasn't scary. Like huh. that, <laughs> like a distant laugh, and then bouncing back. As soon as I recognised the laugh, though. She come forward, and it was my little girl's mum who passed away. Oh. And uh, and she was smiling. I could hear her giggling, and I was so happy to see her. And um, and next thing you know, my cousin who got killed, he come forward. I could see him. Um, and then when I looked in the corner, I noticed like this blue energy, a big blue masculine energy, and they had a big sword next to him. And I knew straight away it was Archangel Michael, mm. and. I could hear this like muffle in my head, like, and then I heard, this is your spiritual awakening. Um, so what happened then is um, 
I started feeling physically ill, like I could really retch, okay? That day, was it? Straight away. Okay. started happening. And I ran up the stairs thinking I was going to be sick, come back down. They were still there. And I'm still, I'm still like, and I went, can you take this energy off me? So next thing you know, this green energy formed in front of me. And uh, it was Archangel Raphael. And he actually had his hands in my stomach working on my sacral and my solar chakras. And I was just like, and he was pulling out this like gray energy and he was flicking it on the floor. And I could see this energy just bouncing and going back up to source. And so I couldn't get away from him. So I've sat down and he's gone to town and he's gone through my throat chakra. I could not get away from this energy. He was strong and he was going through every single chakra. And I just sat there, got like, you know, just looking at like my loved ones and just going through, just getting work on me. And then next thing, you know, um, this energy come in like a golden, golden energy just next to me. And when I look like that, he had the cloak on and he turned like that and he had this like band of gold, like um, like a golden band here. And when he looked, it was Jesus in light body form, seeing his, his beard, his eyes sparkling. I was just so happy to see him, obviously. And um, and yeah, and that's what happened. You know, and Raphael worked on me for, for hours. My loved ones dis, um, dispersed then over time. And it was like you didn't even recognize them going, you'd turn around, they'd be gone. Um, and, uh, and I was left with, with Raphael, uh, Jesus, and Archangel Michael um, wow. healing me. And in the wow. end, it was, it was Raphael who, who, when I fell asleep on the set, he, he nudged me to go up to bed. He was just wow. How amazing is that to have Raphael work on your chakras like that? <laughs> <laughs> the main guy. <laughs> exactly. with some of that. Exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, that happened in a December. And you know what, uh, Ali, um, got to January, and I'll be honest, you know, a couple of weeks later, I thought, oh, I might have a, you know, I wonder if I see them again. I had another little dabble, but this time it went really dark, and it, and I went, that is enough. And it, I seen a lot of demonic stuff then, and he said to me, you're going to have to stop calling us. And, I, and ever since then, I just went, that's enough. But it was, as the prediction went, January, Kev, January. And that was that. Yeah. And, and when went, you say you had a little dabble, do you mean that you were looking at demonic shit again? <laughs> no, 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 no. As in the party. And I had the another drink little and the party. Drug. Yeah. Another little party. And no, that other, no, it, that was like, that just, it was like I had a vision. And to be fair, as I started drinking and I'd, another little bit of cocaine, Jesus was stood in front of me again. It's weird how it happens. It's like it was just normal for him to be there. And I, and I actually shook his hand and went, this is the last one. And it was like, yeah, it is the last one because we'll make sure of it. Yeah. And um, But it was like, you want to come and work with us, you're going to have to leave your muddy shoes at the door. And that's what happened. You know, they got hell out the back pocket or what I presumed as hell. And, uh, and it was enough to get me to where I am today. Amazing. And I know when you and I spoke and, you know, when I watched our, 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 um, our chat back, you know, you said, well, I want to tell my story, but like only if you want to let your listeners hear it. And I said, well, it's your story, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was quite funny because afterwards you, I said to you, you know, um, what, do people believe you when you tell your story? And you said, no, my mom wanted to section me. <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, because I'm well, sure that you get that a lot. I'm sure, you know, yeah. some people even now listening to you probably would go, seriously, that was the drink and the drugs. And yeah, but but it, well, I wasn't that intoxicated, Ali, to be honest with you. Um, and do you know what? Even if people say, I imagined it, well, some imagination, because it's got me to where I am today and I'm healing thousands of yeah, people. So, exactly. you know, yeah. and we all, you know, we're all creators at yeah. the end of the day. But it must be annoying that like, well, yeah. not annoying, but it must be because, you know, what happens to us is, is part of us and it's part of our story and it's yeah. part of who we are, who we become. Mm. So I can imagine that, you know, if there are people still who, who don't believe because you know, to some people it will sound far-fetched. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I know because obviously I work in the spiritual industry just as you do. And I know plenty of people who've channeled Jesus. I know plenty yeah. of people who've met Jesus. And, yeah. you know, who am I to say whether they have or they haven't? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's their experience. And to, and to be fair, that's coming from ego as well, thinking that Jesus is not within our reach. Jesus yeah. is, you know, further down his path than us as being ascended. But he doesn't think that he's higher or better than us. So it's just like, is one of the lads, is Jesus. No, it's not, you know, if you open your heart to him, he will come to you. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Within us, all around us, all of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think we missed a little bit. I'm not sure. Um, but where, didn't you get taken out of your body before the demonic entities come in? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. Um, yeah, before before I got the, uh, the prediction, uh, it was off the lady when my grandfather was saying, keep walking the path. Um, she actually said to me, um, the angels are telling me that they're going to let themselves be known to you in the next couple of weeks. Hmm. So just be prepared. And um, what happened was I went for a nap um, on a Saturday afternoon, about half two. I think I'd been to work that morning when I was a truck driver. And I thought, I'll go and have a little nap in the afternoon. And um, and what happened was I was lying there and the same thing again. It's like, it like semi-awake. I started waking up and then... I felt this being lift me from underneath my arm, underneath, sorry, underneath my legs and my shoulders like I was a baby and said, would you like to be taken? And I went, yes, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just, I'm a daredevil at times. So, um, yeah, so I just, I remember just getting took up and I, I actually remember going up out the bed, through the ceiling, up through the loft and I was up in space and there, uh, and I was trying to look what I had older me. And, uh, and it said, look down. So as I looked down, I could just see the earth. Just see the earth. I was up in space and I was thinking, why can't I? I was thinking in my head, why aren't I cold? <laughs> why can't I breathe? <laughs> and next thing you know, bang, straight back in my body. And I was like, did that just happen then? And then obviously within that week, uh, it happened again about half two in the morning. Um, I got took out my body and I was I was I was underneath the belly of, of an angel. This angel was about ten feet tall, and I was actually stood with my bare feet, so like the angels flying like that, and the feet here, my feet are touched on stood on top of their feet, and I could feel the sandals underneath my bare feet, and I could see and I could see the wings, and um, and I was actually then underneath one of the wings. And as a look, she come round and she had she had um, red curly hair, <laughs> a bit like yourself, Ali, to be fair, honestly. And she looked and um, she didn't talk to me. done five foot, not ten foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she was androgynous looking as well, you know, like a mixture of male and female. 
And um, next thing you know, um, basically I asked what her name was and she telepathically told me that her name was Vanessa. That's what she told me. Yeah. And did, did they ever tell you why they took you out, the angels? No, no. I think this was just a way of um, waking me up, basically. Connecting you to them as well. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah. The angels now as well. Yeah, and she did actually say to me, you know, you've got to start um, keeping a, a journal next to your bed because stuff is going to start happening to you. You know, but I didn't expect all this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey honestly I'll be, I'll be honest with you Ali you know sometimes I think I wish it never happened but I'm glad it did because obviously it's about speaking me truth and do you know what I mean I've even had messages off Jesus through other mediums when I, I became a healer I first became an angelic Reiki healer and he actually I come out a life coach I'm saying to be a life coach as well and uh, a lady sent me a message saying Jesus is here and he said people will laugh People will smile. People will make fun. Keep on walking. You, you, your healings will speak for themselves. Yeah. And, and that's what they are doing at the minute. Yeah, because you know, you've so. got some amazing testimonials on your website. and On my, on my, um, on my Facebook business page, yeah. I mean, I've just had, I've had a couple go up in the last couple of days. Obviously, they're going up all the time. But one in particular really blew me sideways this week. Um a 15-year-old kid who just lost a friend 10 months ago. Mm. And um, she, you know, her, her anxiety's become that bad. She's created OCD with it. And, um, yeah, her mum brought her in for one session two weeks ago. She come in for a second session this week. And she just said, she's just, it's like she's got the light back in her eyes. Um, you know, she's so much calmer. She's not reacting the way she used to with anger. And, you know, this is what the angels do. I work with the angels every single day with Angelic Reiki. And this yeah. is the reason why I was woke up, because obviously I had a purpose. Yeah. Apparently I've been a healer in many lifetimes, but this one was about, you know, getting rid of Kevin's ego and cracking on with what I've been here to do. <laughs> love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, so you're doing amazing things now. And I know that you've been to Ireland, my obviously home country, and yeah. you've been to the United States this year to teach people... Yeah. You know, what you know and to teach them the, what would you call a program? Uh, the Angelic Reiki modality. The modality, okay. Yeah. I, went, I went to uh, Canada as well. Uh, I oh, combined okay. a trip to Canada and Florida. Um, and I'm off to Ireland again in two weeks to teach ah. them their masters. Because I, I actually taught them level one and two, Donegal in july so they're ready they want me out there again in november I've actually got a lady flying in from baltimore as well to ireland she wants to get a level three and four i've been approached by people um in la new york um that's probably going to be next year i'm definitely going back to florida in the uh, spring teach them the masters i'm hopefully going to do maybe a level one and two there as well while i'm there combined two great workshops um, I've got lots of a few workshops coming up in Liverpool in November and December. Um, November's one in Liverpool would be the 22nd of November that weekend. And you know, you taught the modality over um, two and a quarter days. Um, you get your first attunements on what I like to start on a Friday evening for a couple of hours. And then on a Saturday morning, we do like say 10 a.m. till about 5 p.m. and the same times on the Sunday. And you come away with your, with your certificate and you get shown how to, um, the practicals, how to conduct the healings. You get your attunements. 
and uh, and you get me as your master to help guide you on your way wonderful yeah and just i know that you and i spoke about this but maybe other people don't know the difference between angelic reiki and normal like you say reiki or or yeah, different yeah. forms of reiki yeah. it's just really that you're working with the angels and that your your signs are different yeah there's some uh, different there's a i've attuned quite a few you see reiki masters um the ladies in florida just said they actually refer to us this is more like the 5G super Wi-Fi version. <laughs> they totally said to me, I was like, right, okay, I've never done you, Siri, so I can't comment. But um, but they said, like, you know, it, it's, yeah, our energy bodies are tuned with the symbols. Um, and we actually, you know, we work directly with the angelic kingdom, you know, doing the clearance, doing the protection with Michael. Um, and obviously then we, we get associated with our own healing angel which mine is obviously Raphael. <laughs> and we work directly with the Ascended Masters as well. And, you know, we, we, we are taught how to bring this energy in safely, correctly. And we just allow, you know, we act as the, the channel yeah. and let the angels do the work. And has anybody, or even yourself, when you were being attuned to it, had, did you experience anything happening? Because I know when I did my Reiki here in Ireland, like, other people were experiencing all these mad things like different colors and mm. you know and she was and they were like oh i felt like i was floating i'm sitting there thinking i didn't feel anything mm. so i always wonder like did did you experience anything when you when you got your attunements or yeah i'll you... be honest with you um when i got my first attunement i don't mind in the march so it was still quite like you know when it goes dark early in the uk mm. so when i went back to the um to the bed and breakfast, I could see, like, I could, I could feel the presence of Michael, I could feel angels, but I could also see sparkles, I could see colours, it was like I was having my own little fireworks show <laughs> in the bedroom, um, and then, and then obviously when I was on my way to, um, to the first day of the attunements, um, I had a big flash of orange in my car, like, as I was pulling up outside the lady's house, yeah. and I was like, bang, like, and I thought it was a street light, but I thought, no, there's no lighting on, and it was a massive, big orange ball of light just flashed in my face, things like that. Um, I wonder why some people experience that and others don't, but yet, I mean... But it's, it's like, you know, some people are more clairvoyant or clairsentient. It just depends as well on their abilities. Some are more in touch than the others. So I suppose, and it's souls agreements as well, Ali. We've got to appreciate that. True. Yeah. So you've got big things coming up, as you've just mentioned, and hopefully even a book that you're going to write. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Published. Yeah. And um, what else have we got? Um, just basically where people can reach you, your website, your Facebook, whether you're accepting friend requests. Yeah. I still think you should come to Ireland again. I know you're coming to Donegal, but I think you should come to the south of Ireland. Yeah, most um, definitely, yeah. Or I'll have to come over there and, and visit you and have a healing over there. Yeah, most definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Healings, of course, we have to have healings to, to keep our bodies tipped oh, off. I still get Reiki done on me, you know. I, I, although I do a self... See, what I do is when I do a self-heal, I do a meditation with it. And it's, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. But yeah, getting back to where people can contact me, um, basically on Facebook, uh, Facebook business page is uh, Kev the Healer. Just type that in and you'll find me straight away. And that's where all my reviews are as well from lovely clients who've left uh, their, their uh, experiences. Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, Kev Morris underscore Angelic Reiki underscore Healer. 
Um, I also have a web page. It's uh, www.kevmorrisangelicreikihealer.com. Perfect. And your surname, just to clarify for everybody, is spelled M for mother, O or or for Roger, I-S. That's correct. Sugar. (laughs) I've also got a a little YouTube, um, Kevin Kevin Morris, the healer as well. We're only a few videos on there, but I've been busy traveling. So, you know, but this, obviously this video will be going on there and start doing a little bit more on YouTube as well. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited for you. It's about two years ago since you and I first met, I believe. And you were kind of things were just starting to happen for you then. So I'm so delighted and excited and happy for you that things have taken off the way that they have. And I hope and I know that it will go from strength to strength for you. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I haven't been through that for nothing, have I, Ali? No, absolutely not. I mean, there's no denying it. And, you know, when god or the angels or the universe or whatever we want to call it doesn't matter higher power has a plan for us you know it's 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 there it's going to happen somehow or other and you know you did have to go through that but you you went through that so that you could be stronger as a result of of it and and obviously probably you know has made your healing abilities even stronger and more powerful as a result definitely most definitely i agree with that yeah well thank you so so much kevin for being here as a guest today really enjoyed uh, listening to your story again it's absolutely phenomenal okay thank you thank you so much i really Um, appreciate you having me ali i really do thank you oh my my absolute pleasure absolutely so uh, for now we're just going to say goodbye to the listeners and we'll see you on the next episode thank you for watching thank you